Hello and welcome to the first of the monthly lectures from the Hearty Dice Friends. Today, courtesy of Sean F. Smith, we have a lecture on stage presence. With me today, Professor Emeritus Grant Howitt, Professor of Stage Presence. <coughs> Hello, Christopher. Hello. Should also note, with me today, host Christopher Taylor. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Most, most kind of you. Go on. Yeah, I will. I will. As mm -hmm. is my place okay. and my want. Mm -hmm. So today here on Radio 4, mm -hmm. we are speaking about stage presence. What is... Speaking about what, sorry? Stage presence. Mm -hmm. What is stage present to you, Professor Howitt? Well, I always go for dictionary.com for my go-to definition. And dictionary.com defines stage presence as the ability to command an audience with impressive style or manner. That's very concise of them, isn't it? It is almost unfundally concise. Tediously so, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, to me, I suppose, stage presence is a... Um, uh, perhaps, oh, also, one thing, Christopher. Would you like to explain uh, what this is? Rather than saying, here is a lecture about stage presence from a podcast which is normally role-playing uh, advice-themed, and also done entirely in character, which is strange. That is fair. I will also drop the Radio 4 voice, just because yes. it's tiring me out just a little bit. Very well. well, and we'll return to our normal voices in three, two, one. Ah, oh, that's better. Isn't okay. it? Isn't it nice? Oh, I'm going to take off my belt. Throaty. Now, <laughs> <laughs> what this is, is one of our patron levels gives you the ability mm -hmm. to dictate and demand that we present information about a subject. Yes. This subject can be whatever you want. And as I said earlier, Sean <coughs> Smith... F is important, I assume. I wonder what it stands for. I, I, I do want to know. I hope it's Frederico. Fuck Lord. Yeah. I think he would be more than happy with that. Mm -hmm. um, has chosen the subject this month of stage presence. Mm. Possibly because the man is literally a magician. He is. Initially, he chose a role-playing um, topic and I told him that that wasn't that wasn't allowed because we're going to talk about role playing topics all the time for the rest of the time. So he picked something which is at least role playing adjacent which is stage presence. Now we have defined stage presence as the ability to command an audience with impressive style or manner. But I think very much it comes down to it. You know whether one has it or not. And does one have it? Well, that How depends does one on who tell? we're talking about. How how does one how do you tell whether you have it? How do you get it? How do you lose it? How do you keep it? We don't know. But if there's one thing for sure, we don't have it. No. None of it is well, about here. I might have a little bit of it. You have some of it, I am lacking <clears throat> it. Yeah, I think Which I believe at this point is extraversion. <laughs> also hair. Wow. I mean well, completely like, true, but wow. Yeah. It could it could easily describe hair. Yeah. Um, or shortness. That doesn't. You, you wouldn't. You wouldn't say that Chris is lacking in shortness. <laughs> yes, I, there is a dearth of shortness about his character. <laughs> Who's that loser over there? Hey, can you get any less short? You bell end prick. <laughs> Behemoth. <laughs> I was Leviathan! once. I was once yelled at on the streets of Brighton by. My initial reaction was homeless man. However. Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, who just started screaming Goliath at me. Oh, 
That's great. But not just like once. Just over. He and over. followed me down two streets, screaming Goliath. <laughs> Goliath. That's that's a lovely story, and I believe it a hundred percent. Welcome to Brighton. Um, someone, someone made the wanker sign out of a moving van at me recently and went, "Way!" That's, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, w- I was wearing my skirt at the oh, time. Oh, I see. I think, I think that I think that by coding myself as feminine, he'd been like, "Well, this is someone I should shout at." Yeah, I have I have the right, no, the duty to to show that I am above this person in, in the social stakes. Maybe he just mm-hmm. quite fancied you and wanted you to jack him off. I mean, we did fuck. Oh well, that'll do it then. But yeah, you know, it worked, so it's a happy <laughs> ending, especially for him. Slick moves on his part. <clears throat> and my part. Yeah, well. So, I've I've had a quick look at stage presence, and I and, and unlike most of the lectures I give in other situations, I've done some research for this. Uh, I did a full five minutes of research, so that's one minute for every every dollar that Sean has paid per episode. <laughs> <clears throat> and you've also done some research as well. So, I I want you to lead with this one. So this is this has been a bit of an odd one for me because as has been already ascertained, I do not have stage presence. You don't have it. No, no, I I do not like going out. Mm-hmm. I don't do parties. No, you don't do. No, I don't do that sort of thing. I keep inviting you to parties. I know. Reason they just sound so awful. It's the, it's like normal except there's strange people in your house and it's expensive and you wake up sad. Right. <laughs> I'm really lured in, you're selling it to me hard. Mm. Um, and what it seems to be is that there's different methods of gaining stage presence. Oh, okay. Like powering up. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's more of a slow accumulation, like, you know, going to school. <clears throat> that's, much, that's much less fun than I'd hope. Yeah. Um, and several different definitions of what stage presence actually is. Well, I've got the dictionary.com definition, well, so yes, I don't know why you bring those up. I, I actually looked on a couple of different um, arts websites. Okay. I, I was trying to find a catch-all category for things like singing, dancing, and whatnot, and arts is all yeah, I've got. Yeah, arts, arts is good. That's, that's the right way. Performance, um, perhaps. Performance websites. And if it's in, in dance, it's about being able to convey what you're trying to tell people to them. Ah, okay. Using your body as an easel. Yeah. Your body as a brush and the stage. <laughs> body as an easel where somebody else <coughs> does something important. Use your body as an easel, baby. Ah, oh, yeah. Stand perfectly still for a long time. While I draw somebody else. On you. A better looking person <laughs> on you. Um, but the one thing, We've all been there. The one thing they can all agree on is that it's about engagement with the, with the audience. Mm. And it's about keeping them excited and wanting to be there mm. for the entire duration. Yeah, if, you, if your audience doesn't want to be there, that, that that's a failure on your part as a performer. Yes. That's like job one. Yeah, that is literally your job. Mm. So, <clears throat> I um, I had a look myself. I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find some way to improve my stage presence. And it seems almost like the reason why it is called it is because it is an indefinable, almost unteachable <laughs> skill. Because nobody knows what it is. Mm. Well, for example, KD Studio, the so the KD Conservatory College of Film and Dramatic Arts, which are somewhere, doesn't say where they are. Oh, they're in, they're, they're in Texas. 
Well, yeehaw, partner, let's learn some old down-home cowboy acting tips. How can you improve it, it says. It is capitalised. One, relax. Two, practice. And three, study. Oh. Which just, just, just feels a bit like a bit of a lazy answer. Yeah, I mean, well, what they're gunning for there is pay us $2,500 and we'll tell you for a semester. Yeah. It does, yeah, enrolling in acting school or musical theatre classes can help you gain insights and tips from industry experts. Hmm. Mm. Perhaps one do you run, eh? Mm-hmm. KD Studio. Pyramid Scheme Studios. <clears throat> We're hip to their schemes. So it does seem incredibly vague. You know that whether or not there's anything which you can do to improve your um, stage stage presence. I think I think the relax comment at the front is probably the best because the more comfortable you are on stage, the less uh, the the more you can enter that flow state and just start entertaining people. But there is a there is a very good piece of advice on the article: five ways to improve your stage presence from songbids.com. Sorry, Sonic Bids, which I presume is some sort of um, auction site for, for um, fan art. Yeah. Back to the Vor. It has some. It has some really. T- I don't, we haven't. Re- the Vor episode isn't coming up for a couple of weeks, Chris. Oh well. Sneak preview. <laughs> Time um, is a strange place. <laughs> the time flows thick like molasses here in the Vor mines. <laughs> um, I, I guess all mines are just acts of Vor, aren't they? In a weird way. Yeah, if you if if you drew a mouth on the mine, <laughs> like when the genie goes off in Aladdin. Hmm. Creepy. Well, and there's kind of and there's a and there's a um. There's a bit where he's explaining what the, the lamp tiger, does. There's a tiger's face. There's a tiger's face on the on the cave. Is that what you mean? No, no, no. When there's a bit when he's explaining what the lamp does, and he's right. like, "I'm a genie. I'm great." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he rolls out his tongue like a red carpet. Yes, yes, and that and that did it for you. Yeah, that was. Oof. Okay. Um, no, we were looking up Sonic the Hedgehog uh, fan art, and there's a lot of Sonic characters eating each other, and we don't know why. The uh, the piece of uh, the piece, but like eating each other in a sex way, where they survive, it's very odd. The piece of advice they give is find your inner Sasha Fierce. That being, so, hang on, hang on. That being Beyonce's. Oh, well done, Chris. Yeah. Well done. Uh huh. I saw the same website. Well done. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, 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 um, so there is. Uh, it says we all have a part of ourselves that we wish would come out to play all the time. I call mine my inner Beyonce, and Beyonce calls hers her Sasha Fierce. And so that's it's, it's it's referencing the idea that there is that you're almost like you're playing a role that you can have this character that you that you that you slip into. And I like when I so I, I do some I do some stuff on stage, and I I do um, I talk to groups of people occasionally, in an, in an entertaining capacity. That's the least exciting way I could have described that act. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that does sound um, awful. <laughs> welcome to me talking to you in an entertaining capacity. Uh, I, I, I have. I have, There is. There is certainly. I think a stage character that comes out. Someone who's a bit more um, brash and a bit more um, excitable and a bit more um, rude. You know, uh, he's a dick. Basically, yep. people seem to like him. But. What I'm interested in is discovering what Sasha Fierce calls her in a Beyonce, or or does she simply bring out Beyonce again, thus refining it? But that's that's fractal at that point. Mm-hmm. It's Beyonce folding out into Sasha Fierce, who folds out, who unfolds into Beyonce, who unfolds into Sasha Fierce, until we have a Beyonce slash Sasha Fierce. Perhaps we call her Beyonce Fierce, or Sashyonce. 
Ooh, who would that's good. be who would be so bright that she would carve through the earth. And I think that thus it can't be because that would be the worst thing. Well, yes, but for the intervening stages, while she masters her transformation, oh, such beauty! She, she would be, she would be. No, it's like it's just it's power. Oh, it's just raw power. Yeah, raw power she's getting from un- from unlocking because Beyonce pretty powerful already, right? Yep, she's got that going for her. And then if if we if all we need to do is con- is to convince Sasha Fierce to that Beyonce is more powerful than she. And then the two of them are going to chain this. What I'm saying is, on the on, on the way to uh, on on the way to this full transformation where she just becomes a being of pure energy, which blasts away the um, imagine the Western Seaboard. What we have is probably two or three pretty good albums. Yep. Like if Lemonade is anything to go by, that woman can put out music. She can do that. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not. Um, I don't. I don't know about Lemonade. Okay. Is that her uh, most so, recent work? Yes, I believe so. Yes, um, her most recent work is a child, but her, oh, I um, see that. That hence uh, why the no album. Uh, Lemonade is her is her most important um, work of, of of recent of recent years. It came out last year. It is it is a revenge album um, against her husband Jay Z, who I think you're also aware. I'm of. aware of him. Yes, he's that man with the nose, isn't he? He has such he has such a big nose. Great. You could just crawl up in there, couldn't you? You could, you could, you could get an arm stuck up in there. <laughs> I was wrist deep in Jay Z before I knew what happened. <laughs> <laughs> He'd suck me up and pull me onto the L train. I, uh, I think that that album. I think that that album is explicitly a a revenge album against his allegations of being unfaithful towards her. I see. He was he was unfaithful, and she's like, "Who's Becky with the good hair?" Uh, which is a phrase to describe any woman who she does not like. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe it's more nuanced than that. I'm not entirely sure. I'm gonna de- I'm gonna de- I'm gonna defer to Beyonce in this one because yeah. she seems like she's got her shit together, doesn't she? And her millions and millions wait. of pounds worth of shit. Yeah, I can't wait until she just supernovas. Yep, it's gonna be impressive. That stage presence. That stage presence when you when, when when you detonate a coastline. Yeah, when you literally go nova. When they when they when when they drop her from a plane onto North Korea. Yeah, you you blind thousands, deafen me even more. <laughs> but like, it's Beyonce, so they're probably happy to see you. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the visit, you know. Mm. It's, a, it's a terrifying thing. This this concept of, of stage presence. I think I think we should we should stop it. What, stop I think I, I think that you have been have been unwittingly going through the best uh, path, which is to be utterly unassuming and unremarkable. Yes. Um, and that way, perhaps we can perhaps we can work towards peace yeah, rather than the, the nightmare holocaust, which is Sasha Fierce on so. It's the ethos of the C student. If you if, yeah, if, don't if, make waves. If you're an A star student, people expect things of you. Mm-hmm. And if you're a D student. People expect things of you because you need to get better. C's, yeah, C's nobody yeah. troubles you. I always, I always went for B plus. Ah, no, good, a good solid C. Yeah. You can vary around the C. Occasionally, you you can go up to a B. At that point, a B becomes good. Exactly. It? Yeah, and oh. like generally speaking, you go up to a B after you've accidentally gotten a D. Mm. You know, that's good. Just to go, no, I can do it. Yeah, that's no, all right. So I'm wondering if this if this stage presence thing. Right. If we imagine Beyonce as an angel, 
and in the in like in the traditional sort of like flaming wheel with six wings kind of angel. Right. I wonder if there's a how can I put this a malevolent version of her. So you get someone with a stage presence who's terrible, the... and then you then fold them in on each other. I see the nervousness. I don't know which... who that would be. The nervousness. <laughs> It would just be you. Yeah. <laughs> but but, be with, you. but with a cool witch's hat on. We'd need we'd need to name your 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 inner the opposite of Beyonce. Duncan Timid. <laughs> Chris Chris is our Chris's new album. I may be dot 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 Duncan Timid. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's about two hours of just just quite nice music. And like, I'd like to imagine that the songs are maybe three or four songs put together because you're not entirely sure. Yeah, but not in a, not in like a cool um, paranoid Android Radiohead sort of way. No, just in a really hard to listen to way. Yeah, but like, there's bits in there that you do like and bits that you don't. Yeah, and it's okay. And then and then over that, we're we're we're, we're going to condense you into a supermassive black hole, which will swallow up Sashionso. <laughs> yes, I will consume Sashionso. Well, just and then just the world your... is reborn anew. Yeah, well, you know, as as the ancient Aztecs believed, yeah. um, say would eat timid Derek. What was his name? Sorry. Duncan Timid. Duncan Timid. The two of them, antimatter and matter, pride and well, I suppose confidence and anti-confidence. Yeah, confidence and shame would come together and um, mutually annihilate one another, creating a new world or a grey nothingness. That'll count. <laughs> All right, I think I think we've answered the question, kind of. I think we kind of have. There wasn't a question. No, it's so just we've talked about lecture. it enough. Essentially, yeah. if you want to know how to get how to get stage presence, mm. watch somebody who you think has it. Oh, we actually are we going to give some actual advice? Yeah. Watch somebody who okay, you think yeah. has okay, it. Cool. Yeah. Copy it, and yeah. then once you're confident enough to do it, do your own kind of it. Like certainly, like and and generating a character who doesn't care if things go wrong, who doesn't care yeah. about fear in that way. <laughs> so um, the solution for stage presence is be someone else. Mm-hmm. Be someone more. That's the thing. Like, well, like fake it till you make it, right? That's the, yeah. That's the that's the catchphrase. Be um, better. Be someone significantly more interesting than you are, even if that is a false version of yourself. And then eventually, that more interesting but thin paper-thin version of yourself will replace who you actually are until you have difficulties making friends. Yeah. And then maybe with the one true friend you have remaining start a role-playing game podcast. Yeah. It works out okay for me. We make $25 an episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Doctor. All the ramen I can consume in a set period. No, honestly, it's really nice that we make this no, much money per episode. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous we make any money. Uh, thank you, Sean, for giving us the, uh, the grist for this podcast mill. Uh, we have been Christopher Taylor and Grant Howitt. This has been the inaugural Hearty Dice Friends lecture. And if you've learned anything, we're very sorry. <laughs> Good luck trying to use it. Goodbye. Bye.